Welcome to the Lovability Podcast. My name is Jennifer Stiers, and I'm here to talk love, relationships, sex, marriage, and everything in between. Hello, good afternoon. Welcome to the Lovability Podcast. Uh, I'll introduce myself as Jennifer Stiers. I don't know why I always do that, but it's still me. (laughs) You're still here. I think there's a little title at the bottom that says my name too, but welcome to the Lovability Podcast today. Uh, I am here with Psychic Brad. Say hi, Brad. Hi, Brad. Hi, Brad. And uh, so I thought we'd have some fun. You know, I had hoped, Brad that by now at this point uh, in in history and in time that we would be able to start having people in the studio with us to do yeah. more panels and things like that. And since we don't, uh, we're going to play a little bit with things that we can do. Interactive audience things are fun. That way you're involved and you get to ask mm-hmm. questions. And I think I'd like to, in the near future, uh, do some panels with men and women, and we may just have to bring them on via we'll Zoom. We'll do Zoom, yeah. Do Zoom. But that, I mean, you know, we, we've neat. got to reinvent things yeah. as we go here. So, hey, if Pat uh, Green can do concerts online, we can do a Zoom meeting on the Love Building Yeah, Pat podcast. Green's got like, oh, no, okay, I'm not going to it was just, it was an example that just I came say, up. Yeah, I do like Pat Green. I'll, if it's two songs. Doesn't that feel are like, like it. <laughs> no, I really do. I do. There's a couple songs I like. I just wish he'd put out some more good ones. <laughs> He's doing a lot of writing, I think. So, um, so uh, okay. So today, uh, I thought we would take questions from all of you because I get them constantly online. I get them constantly. Uh, people send me questions about your dating life or your uh, relationship. And I will say the one thing, and I always tell you guys, it depends. Can I answer a question? Yes, but it depends because things are very complicated. And if I don't have the interaction back and forth sometimes and enough information, it is really hard to answer your question. Uh, So this gives you an opportunity to have a relationship coach uh, at your service without having to hire me. Uh, so, uh, so what we did, and I'm going to start here just to get the ball rolling. Um, we got plenty of questions, uh, on email. So we'll start with our email questions. Uh, the one thing about the email questions is I felt like they're good general questions. I mean, I've gotten some of those email questions. I've gotten them in different forms over the years. They're pretty, I mean, everybody has a lot of the same questions, believe it or not. Sure. Yeah, I mean, I'm so, sure there's lots of the same issues. Yeah, I have my glasses on my head. I need them close by because I can see. Uh, okay. Just don't forget they're there so you're looking for them. And you're like, where are my glasses? God, if that would be me. They're on your head. That would be me looking for my phone when it's in my hand, right? Oh, wow. Would somebody else do that? Admit it. No, uh, we don't. They do. They totally do. Let's just start off with one of the – let's just start with a biggie. Why, okay. why should we wait? The biggie. I think this is a pretty big one. So how do you know when it's the right time to take the next step with somebody new? As in, oh, as in sleeping (laughs) and not just sleeping. Okay. (laughs) I thought that was a, I thought that is, I'm sure you hear that a lot. I said no sex questions, but this is is one of the ones that we're sitting It's not a bad one. I know it's not a bad one. Uh, It's the reason I I think it's an important one included it. Uh, how do you know in a new relationship when it's time to go there? Yeah. I believe that's a very specific, it's a very specific thing to you. Man, this is the time, time, Brad, that I wish we had panels. Very specific because thing to it's you. It's a very specific thing to who you are is what that means. What would constitute the right time for one person is going to 
it might be different for somebody else. Okay, it's that's, not that's what you a, meant. It's not a generic okay. answer. Fair enough. Um, it depends on how well you know the person, the level of intimacy that you've developed with them. Uh, I mean, the one piece of advice I would give uh, anybody is, and, and I'm going to give a different piece of advice for guys and girls because guys have already told me they wouldn't turn it down if it was in front of them. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. So that's, I already know that's a consensus that's kind regardless of, of whether you want to, you know you're not going to see the girl again. You are going to go ahead and, and go there. So uh, so my advice fair, to you guys, if, if that's you and you're going to go ahead and go there, then I would say uh, just remember there's no going back. So what well, you... Well, can I jump in here just for a second? Because it does take two to go there. So it's not just all the boys. I'm, now, right? I'm just addressing the guys right now, though, because there's consequences okay. to both the guys and girls going there. Because women can say it all day long, Brad, and we've heard it where women will say, "Well, I don't, I'm not, I don't get emotionally connected. I'm just using him." He's, you know, women will say that. That's not true. There, there's chemical. There's a chemical thing that happens when two people are together that cannot be denied that connects a woman to a man. Uh, not to a man to a woman, but a woman to a man. So, uh, so guys, that's where I want to uh, to address with you guys is that number one, you are entering into the emotional place with a woman, regardless of where she is. Um, and number two, if you haven't taken the time up front to get to know her well before you go there. And then all of a sudden, you've taken this to the next level. So now maybe she thinks she's in a committed relationship now that that's happening. Or it's at the next level and she's getting more serious. It's going to be harder for you to back out if she's not the one. All right? So, and there's no going backwards, too. Because, Brad, we've talked about this before with the guys. Is that once you've gone there with somebody, the conversations end so it's not all about getting to know somebody anymore and having those long discussions and having the mystery behind not um, having, you know, had intimate relations with somebody. You're going to go to dinner, come home, and have a good time. And the conversations are over. So, Well, you take... can talk if you want. But... <laughs> <laughs> it's a different kind of conversation. It's going to be a little it's odd. It's a different type of talk. How was your day, honey? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so just know that you're entering into a, a different place. And ladies, uh, don't go there too soon with a guy because the guys, if they're not interested, that's not going to make them be interested. Sex is not going to do that for them. I don't care if you have a cape on and you're Wonder Woman in bed. It doesn't matter. It's not going to make the guy. It's not going to make the guy fall in love with you. It's not going to warm him up to you anymore. If if it's not there, it's not there. And quite honestly, I think Brad. I mean, I could be. I'm going to. I'm going to go to you. Default uh -oh. to you from our conversation with the guys before because we did talk about this. The guy said they'd be more likely not to see a woman again if she did have sex with him on the first time. Right. I think that's probably fair. I mean, I think. I think there has to be a huge connection off of that first date for there to be a second date if mm -hmm. they did that on the first one. Yeah. So I think it happens, but I think you're probably right. I mean, if we're going to look in the mirror that we always talk about on this podcast, then I think most guys would be like. I'd love to know. I mean, since we are know. live and you guys can uh, respond, I'd love to know what you guys think about this. Go ahead and let us know your thoughts yeah, on jump that. Yeah, on, jump on there and I tell mean, us. we can't have you on the podcast because there's just two people, but we can have you here. 
Give us your opinion on that. So do you think after that happens, uh, do you get a lot of questions from females that are like, well, I just can't get him to commit. I can't get him to serious. And so now I think I'm going to sleep with him to try to tighten that up. Does that come up a lot? One or, or the other. So sometimes women think if they withhold sex from a man right. that they're going to get him to commit. Yep. I can and see that. That doesn't work, ladies. That doesn't work because if... If it's important to a guy and you're using it as bait, um, but the connection's there, and yet you're you're inauthentically holding back something that authentically might or could happen because you have an agenda, they're not going to stick around, you know. And you, I didn't answer your question. I went in another direction. No, so. I think you did. I think I think that's. I think sometimes it is used as bait, mm-hmm. and probably on both sides. Yeah, probably. I think probably more on the female side, if we're going to be honest, too. It's it's probably because we are who we are. <laughs> like we've already talked about. I mean, I think. <laughs> yes. Okay. Let's have sex. <laughs> let's just be honest. I, mean, I know, Siggy, our producer's <laughs> cracking up at Brad. But but women I'm are the same way. I mean, come on, women have needs too. I get it, ladies. I mean, we're not robots. But at the same time, respect yourself. And if you really want the relationship, if you don't run a relationship, then go right ahead. Do whatever you want. You know, feed your needs. Do the same thing the guy's doing. But if you do intend to have a relationship with the guy or you want to, it's probably not the best thing to do. Yeah, and I think I think one of the things you've talked about on here, too, and, and we've talked about with the panels is is that little gut feeling. You'll, you'll know. Right. You'll know. Right. Um, if you've if you've done what we always talk about, what Jen always talks about, about doing the work and being healthy and all that, you'll know. You'll know. Right. And I think the other, the very last thing I will say to all of that is, you know, when it really should happen, like if there were a barometer for this, when it really should happen is when the the verbal communication has gotten to a point where there's really nothing else you could say to express how you feel about somebody. And then that the physical part of it takes over and it should, because there's only so much you can say to express your feelings. And when you get there and you've said it all, that's what's left is the physical connection. Yeah. I think that's a valid point. Just quick shout out to Rod, Ron, Cindy, Kevin, and Mike. So they're hanging out watching with us. Hey, All right, hey, let's. Y'all. I got another little. I got another hey, one for Cindy. you that I think is very important in this time of the COVID, because I think there's a lot of people communicating this way, right? Okay. So one of the questions that was sent in was, "How long do you message, and you know, with someone before you actually meet them?" So what it is that again? Is that a gut feeling? I mean, again, a lot of these questions are not going to say, "Oh, well, you wait six weeks, right?" <laughs> and then it's okay. Like, I, but walk us through like when. Because I think a lot of people are communicating online yeah. or through a text or whatever right now because of this craziness. So what what is that kind of generalized time frame um, before you actually go out and meet someone with your mask on? Oh, right. Hey, you look so cute tonight. Yeah. You know, I used to say that it was right away. I, th- I, f- I, re- I think that people should meet as quickly as possible the longer you take People really need to hear this. This is super important. I mean, as a matchmaker, I cannot stress it enough. I've seen it. I've witnessed it. And because I do what I do, I hear the feedback from both parties, which a lot of people don't get when they're dating because they know how they feel, but they don't know how the other person feels. The longer you take to court that person and get to know them, 
and they haven't actually met you, because there's a there's a there's a some grace people will extend you if they've met you or you say something to them that ticks them off, but you're in person with them and you can explain yourself or have that opportunity to rebound. You don't have that opportunity when you're online texting or on the phone. So if you offend somebody, which actually happened to me today, um, if you offend somebody via text or phone, you're not going to have an opportunity to rebound because you've just put it out there and you, you're, you don't have your person present to defend yourself or to explain yourself if something needs explaining. So having said that, that one-on-one -on -one communication, if there's too much of it before you meet, you could ruin your chances because somebody hasn't met you yet, they don't like you enough, know you well enough to extend grace to you. Um, but, nor, but having said this, since we're in with, uh, when we're in with uh, COVID right now and everybody's taking a little bit more time, I agree you should take a little bit more time and make sure when you're going out to meet somebody that it's somebody of quality, that you've taken the time to vet them a little bit so that you're not, and I don't want to say risking your life because I don't believe that you are, but but you're not wasting an hour or two of your time. Um, and and guys, ladies do put a lot of time into getting ready for a date. So, uh, so and, and so my point is, is that you don't want to waste your time if it's not somebody of quality. So text messages, a phone call, uh, you know, so you have that personal connection and then meet. So unless well, I mean, you, unless there's a physical distance between you that you can't meet, then that would be the only exception. For goodness sake, we're talking about dating at some point you're supposed to meet. Yeah. Right. <laughs> at some point. That's the way it usually works. Mm -hmm. So w when we're talking about these messages and stuff and we're, mm -hmm. let's say there's been a little bit of communication between two people or whatever, just yeah. communicating. Right. Just, hey, loved your last post or a cute pic or nice dress or saw your son's touchdown, whatever it is, right? Right. And then there's a, well, I'd like to get to know you more. Would you like to go out? Would you like to have dinner? Would you like to get drinks sometime? And then there's a, they gone. What about that? What are you supposed to do in that situation? And why does that happen? Why are people communicating with other people? Were they communicating first and then they disappear? Well, sort of. I'm not, I don't want to say that there was like a, I have a lot of experience in this. <laughs> not a lot of communication, but it, no more or no less than if you met somebody. Everybody gets ghosted. No yeah, more or no less. what I hear out there. I so. think what I've heard a lot about, like you meet someone, it, let's say it's in a grocery store. What have you mm -hmm. got? Two or three minutes? Right. And say, hey, can we exchange numbers? Right. And then there's a little communication. Then there's an ask out. I think there's a lot of people out there online having challenges because you try to meet kind of the same way, mm -hmm. but you're, you're not in front of them. Right. And so you get that, you get a little bit of communication. You're like, all right, what would you like to have dinner? Gone. Well, uh, that one thing I will say is if you get ghosted, the person's not interested. So, uh, I actually think somebody sent a question about that and maybe that's where you were going. But if you're communicating with somebody and the communication stops, uh, that person's not interested anymore. So, I mean, I, I guess there's a certain time frame that you should allow to make sure that the message has been read. Uh, but if they ghost you or they disappear, maybe you've gone out once or twice uh, and then they disappear after that, uh, they're not interested. So 
So it, does, it, 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 it did lead off this question. So mm -hmm. the actual question was, why do people disappear when you've started connecting with them? I mean, I could be talking to the guy about going out over the weekend on Wednesday, and then he says nothing else about it and then disappears all weekend. Should I just dump somebody like that? Yes. Yeah, I mean, like, move on, right? If he's if he's or she disappears for days at a time and there's no communication, one or two days, it doesn't even matter. If there's, if there's some kind of connection there and they disappear – Chances are they're just, you've got to understand, they're dating around, they're with other people. If you're okay with that, if it's not at that point in a, in a relationship, then then fine. But if there is some type of connection happening uh, and they disappear, then, then just take it as a sign. So let me be devil's advocate. So... Because we're the we're the ones that are supposed to initiate the communication, mm -hmm. right? So why are they communicating with the guy if there's no interest to begin with? Why would they even start that? I guess just to be friends, to be friendly, or like, or maybe to be nice. I mean, sometimes people reach out and they're just they're just trying. Somebody asks you a question, or they start a conversation, and you engage them just to be nice and to, I mean, I'm, you never, I'm, that's what I'm saying. I'm I mean, it could be a friend. So. You never know what their intentions are. Uh, but once they make their intentions known, if the, if the intentions are ignored, then somebody's not interested. So we got some comments here. Brant jumped on here and said, when two people new to each other have sex too soon, it complicates things or it did for me. Mm -hmm. Makes me feel obligated to her too quickly. Exactly. The physical gets ahead of the mental attachment. A lot of agreement on that. Mm -hmm. Um, Cindy says, it seems like people are always looking for the bigger, better deal. Well, they have. And that's the world today, right? It is the world today. Yeah. You know, um, I will say this. The bigger, the, the bigger, better deal isn't out there. I mean, that's a, that is just a perception. I mean, if you, I've said it a million times and write about it. If you find something great, kind of stick with it. It's great for that reason. Hang on to it yeah. because something great doesn't stick around. If you aren't paying attention to it, we're back so to value, value, it. value, value. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and just because things are shiny and dangly and and pretty around you, and there's other other distractions, doesn't mean you need to entertain them. So the good men and women really focus. They yeah. really, really focus I on agree. one. I try to tell my matchmaking clients the same thing. I'm not introducing them to multiple people at a time. They're going to meet one at a time because I'm not a dating service. I always tell them, we're, you're, this is about a quality connection. You're looking, to, and it doesn't matter if you're out there dating, it's the same thing. If you're looking for a quality connection, you need to give that quality connection time to grow. And you need to give it the attention it needs. If you're talking to five other people and you're distracted, you're not, you're never going to have anything. You'll never find greatness. Not, any, not anything. No. Yeah. Because the good ones will go away. Yeah. Cause they'll figure it out. Brent jumped in here and said, I keep hearing guys won't commit to the gal. We are out here. I was 100% committed, was engaged to be married. Then I got a text breaking up and I'm then an my engagement? phone got blocked. I'm that's an just, engagement? That's sorry. Oh. I'm sorry. Brent, that's sorry. Oh my goodness. Um, wow. Did you get in a fight? A couple of replies to that said breaking up over a text from potential marriage. Consider yourself lucky you get that insight into what type of person she really was before the marriage. Holy cow. That's rough. That's a tough one. Uh, uh, wow. I, I can't even, I can't, I can't even wrap myself around that. Well, you know what? Lucky you. You got out of that. Yep. <laughs> right? Cindy says, and some people are just not in a healthy space and haven't done the work. 
I think that's a huge piece of the mm. puzzle. It so. really is. A lot of people out there not uh, that don't know what they want. And when something does show up, I mean, there are people that completely will bait somebody in until they get them to that point where they're excited and ready and uh, hopeful for something. And then they'll just completely, they, they really didn't, they, they want the attention more than they want the relationship. So it happens. It All right. So here's, a, here's another one I think people are dealing with a lot. Um, and this is a female to a guy, but I think it happens on the guys to the gals too. And, and, and the basic premise is this, you've gone out a couple times, you've, you feel like there's a connection and you're having a connection with this other person. And then all of a sudden they stop mm -hmm. communicating. And we've sort of indicated this, but I think this is a big question as the guy, should we continue to pursue? Cause we're the pursuer and the quarter and, and all that stuff. But now this is from, so address that, but then also what about the female side? Should they try and attempt? And, and if they should try to attempt, when do they stop and realize they just got ghosted or whatever? Cause I think that's happening a lot. Yeah. And there is a, there is a balance in things and everybody needs to kind of think about it this way. I mean, if, if you were on a seesaw, you know, the way that you, keep that thing going, you know, it, it's, there's a, there's a balance to it. And it's not about keeping score, but it is about the energy of the exchange. And if one person is over giving, the other person will retreat sometimes because it can be overwhelming. Uh, it can be overwhelming, uh, depending on where things are. So you've just, you've got to kind of keep pace when you meet somebody with where they are. So if they are a slow mover, maybe you are communicating, but maybe it's hours between texts or maybe they don't text and maybe at the end of the evening, they might reach out to you or something like that. So they're not a great communicator. Then it's, then you've just got to realize regardless of where, who you are and how you like to communicate and what your likes and dislikes are, that you're going to have to mesh with somebody else who might be different. And that's where people lose it so often in this process is that they expect somebody else to be them. And they're like, well, I like to communicate and I like, you know, uh, communication back and forth throughout the course of the day. I like knowing somebody's thinking about me. I like this. I like that. Well, it's not just you. It's all about I, I, Yeah. I, I, it's I. not just you in that relationship. You've got two people. <laughs> And you've got a, another adult human that has preferences and a schedule and all kinds of things going on as well. You've got to take into account that person and their schedule and what they like too. And you could lose somebody amazing by writing them off for that reason. But on the other note, uh, and I have spoken to many people about this, if somebody is not reaching back to you, if you reach out to them and it's a, in it's they're not coming they're not reaching back out to you and maybe you give them that little shove and they're not reciprocating let it go i mean because there're all kinds of signs most people Brad the majority of people when they get disinterested or they don't want to do something anymore they just disappear and it's not the it's, so rude, it's not though. a very great adult way to do it no it's completely rude like just how hard is it if someone has asked you out to just say no, no, thank you, not this time, not really dating, whatever, come up with whatever it is. How hard is it after you've had a couple of dates and right. you feel like it, there's no connection? How hard is it to just text the person back and say, I think you're great. 
We did have a good time. I'm just not feeling it maybe as much as you are. Mm-hmm. No, nothing personal, but, you know, we need to move on. I think honesty is always the best. And we're not talking about someone who's been in a relationship for seven years. Mm-hmm. They've, been on a, they've been on a few dates. Just shoot straight with people. Right. Out of your comments came another question I was just thinking about while you were talking, which is, at some point, should we have that conversation about communication expectations? And But, but yes. when, when does that occur? Because Hayes said, you can't be upset if you do not communicate your right. expectations. Yeah. I think at some point you need to let it be known to somebody else whether you prefer to be, you know, you prefer text messages, you prefer phone calls, you like um, regular activity. And people listen. Guys, girls, listen to the other person. You know, if they tell you that they're not a good texter, don't be mad when they're not a good texter. (laughs) Don't be surprised. You know, and if somebody says, I don't really have time to pick up the phone during the day, don't be mad when they don't pick up the phone when you call them. You you can't call them on it if you know that they can't do it. So, yes, Brad, it is good. to. It is definitely good to to talk about it for sure. When Mm -hmm. is there, I mean, like. This poor person that sent in the email had only gone on a couple of days and thought there was a You don't want to have that conversation on a second date, do you? Or is it one of your like dating questions that you just ask, hey, for fun, tell me a little bit about how you like to communicate well, with I folks think, you're hanging I out with? I think what happens is, you know, what I just said is that people go out and then maybe they had a great time and the person just didn't want to tell them that they didn't want to see him again. And so instead of telling them that, they just disappear. And then it's left that person wondering, like, what did I do? Did I do something wrong? Did something happen? Yeah. Are they okay? You know, but that's usually not it. It's usually like, what did I do? Tell that, per- just give that person enough respect to, to tell them that you're not interested. One thing I will say though, and I, and I was thinking this earlier before we started to move on people, if somebody is honest with you about that and they tell you the connection isn't there, that they're just not feeling it, that, you know, the chemistry, whatever it may be, Take it like an adult, be mature about it, and thank them, and then get over it. Because not everybody's for you, and you wouldn't want everybody to be for you. Not everybody is for you, so it's okay that somebody doesn't like you. There will be people that won't like you. There will people that you, be the people that you won't have a connection with. There will be people that aren't attracted to you. I mean, it happens. So, I mean... <laughs> It happens. No. Yes. It's amazing, but it happens. But that's your back to the healthy. You're back to the healthy perspective mm-hmm. of how you have to go about thinking about this, right? Right. You have to go in with the understanding that I'm here to meet somebody. If something happens, uh, great. And if it doesn't, it's still great. Like, And, you know, Tina says men should court and pursue and show interest. Once you've decided you're both investing and then it can be a mutual pursuit. But, yes, guys, women still want to be courted. There are women out there that still want to be courted. And even the women that are, women hear me roar, like, you know, women's empowerment ladies, they still want to be courted. They just don't know it. They just haven't figured out how to get themselves out of the way. I work with a lot of women on that. And the sidekick two cents. Okay. Sidekick two cents. You have to show that you want to be caught. (laughs) Yeah, thank you. I'm sure a lot of guys. I are mean, we're yes. tired of running on the treadmill too. Right. You know what I'm saying? With the carrot dangling, like that gets old too. Right. At some point, you've got to get caught, if you will. Yeah, and and you know? also let me say this along those lines, Brad, is that yes, women, you need to give signs to a guy he wants to know that you're interested or not interested. 
But ladies, for goodness sakes, I'm going to say it again, and I've said it a million times, stop chasing men. Stop chasing them. I mean, I can't tell you the amount of guys that message me and tell me how women are so assertive. This is where, this is where the problem lies. Ladies, you become the problem when you do that because you, you throw the balance off. When you're too easy, then um, that well, man's going to get distracted with easy and then miss out on great stuff. So explain, unpack. Great women that should have, like Tina, that should have guys pursuing her, have some, you know, you know what I'm saying. Well, Just, unpack the assertiveness, though, because is that, are you saying they're assertive in pursuing the guy for the date? Yes. Or, okay. Yeah. Again, I don't know where they are. <laughs> So, yeah, yeah, they're out there. Since we're on, since it, it, this online thing seems to be a, a big theme right now. Um, so there's another good question, I think. Um, how can I tell if somebody that I've met online, and she doesn't, and it says not necessarily on a dating app, uh -huh. is wanting to date me and, and seriously date me or just looking for the hookup? I mean, what are some, what are some steps they can go through? Because I think there's a tremendous amount of people communicating. In all sorts sure. of Facebook and Instagram and it, whatever it is, and you know. I, I will answer that with Tina's comment, and that is about effort. That word effort is right there. It's the effort that somebody's putting in. How do you know if somebody's interested, whether it be a man or a woman, which you just brought mm -hmm. up? It's going to be effort. If all you're getting are random text messages every once in a while, you know, days between messages, um, Requests for pictures. <laughs> we love that. You know, uh, we already Or know. just sending them. <laughs> yeah. 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 Or just sending them randomly. Um, yeah. It's probably not an emotional connection they're looking for. Somebody that's interested in being in a relationship with you, an emotional connection, they're going to get to know you intimately non-sexually intimately, since so many people use that word intimately as sexual, non-sexual. They want to know about your life and your history and who you are and what makes you you and what you're looking for and your life and your how your day was and all that good stuff. So they will show interest in you as a human in your life versus just trying to get to uh, the action. Yeah. The action. Under the comforter. So Brozanne, I thought, summed it up good. She says, match my effort, match my energy. Yeah. Right. So it is that mutual, that mutual energy and that mutual effort. I think another key piece is, can you tell, can you tell where somebody's coming from based on the texts or messages you're getting? Can you tell that? Like, no, you can't. No. Okay. So if they use the wrong words or wrong approach or wrong, like they spell their wrong. <laughs> <laughs> there, there, and uh, CC and all that, oh or Lord. say something stupid God. on a text. Can you Somebody tell? Somebody judged me on my text messages. <laughs> Lord. Lord. Uh, well, because you do that, but I let you talk to it, and that Georgia comes out every now and then. Siri's like, what the hell did she I just do not, say? I, I'm just telling you, I, I do not take full responsibility for that. There's plenty of times where I'm typing a word in, and I will type the spelling correctly, and it will completely spell check discombobulated. Have you never seen the uh, funny text? 
uh, website? No, I need. Oh my god! I could probably contribute to that, but uh, oh my! But gosh. yes, um, what was the question? Because I forgot we got off subject. Oh, can, te- you, can you tell from text? Can you no. tell, like, because like no, because some people can't text message. Some people are horrible text messagers. They cannot. That and I trust me. I have plenty of clients and friends that'll say, "Hey, this guy said this to me. What do I say back? Or what is my response?" And I have to come up with something for them. And they're like, oh, I wish I could think of that. Some people just aren't good. They can't flirt over text message. They can't, they can't communicate that way. And so, no, you cannot tell from that. What about improper communication through messages of some kind? Like, guys, say something stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there's a tee up for the there's a tee up for Jen in there. That, yes, um, yeah, you do need to be careful and appropriate when you're uh, when you're communicating with somebody and use the right words. Use the right words <laughs> and be appropriate depending on where the relationship is. I mean, just be appropriate. Be very if you're speaking to a lady. Remember, you're speaking to a lady. And don't take things out of context and, and take things to places where, I mean, I just, guys, behave. <laughs> hey, it happens on this side too, trust me. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. The, the difference is, is we probably get baited into it because <laughs> we're guys, right? All right. I yeah, you will. I'm just saying, like, that's a big, you cross a boundary with somebody that has boundaries, you're done. So you really need to be careful if you're not smart, witty, and perfectly great, you know, with that, with that phone and text messages, they can be misconstrued really, really easy. Be very, very careful because you will get blocked, ghosted, whatever, because you could offend somebody easily. Yeah, it doesn't take long in today's world, does it? Yeah. Some of us need to get a little tougher skin too. But if we're pursuing a lady, you can't do that. And that's kind of what you're saying. Be be a gentleman. Be appropriate. You know, say the right things right. for God's sake. You know, I look at it sometimes, and maybe this is my mom talking, but if you wouldn't say it to her, don't say it to the one you're communicating with. Yeah, yeah. Or your daughter also. If yeah. if those of us that have have kids, if you know, if you wouldn't want somebody saying that to your mother or your daughter, don't freaking say it. Yes, okay. absolutely. Um, let me skip through be here. Be careful with little pet names too. Yeah, I think one. once it gets there, you're fine, right? Uh, well, it's got to be a while. It depends on the name, I guess. It depends on the name. I mean, Stallion's okay, isn't it? <laughs> people call you that all the time, don't they, Brad? <laughs> <laughs> okay, when does a relationship become exclusive? I think that's a big one that people need to face. And it, let's get past, well, you got to talk about it. When should you start thinking, is it two months? And again, I know these things aren't time-framed because there's a lot of people who are like, I'm going to marry that girl on the second date. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And she's already Sometimes thinking about it happens. She's already thinking about how the hell she's going to get out. <laughs> so when does that, like, how do you walk through that to understand exclusivity? And again, I don't think they're asking for a time frame. I think it's more of what do you know inside of yourself and inside the other person that, that they need to think about. Well, I think the biggest, and I get a lot of questions on that, uh, you know, that things are progressing and maybe the conversation isn't happening, uh, the exclusive conversation isn't happening, 
and then somebody gets uncomfortable with the fact that it's not happening. And the only thing I can say to this is you've got to let things evolve naturally. And ladies, if you want the guy to lead, let him lead that part of it too. I mean, if you, if, if there's something you need, it's okay to bring it up, but not from a place of expectation, but from a place of having a conversation because there's two people in it and, and one person's needs are not more important than the other. So just because he is not talking about it or he doesn't want it doesn't mean you don't, you, you don't, uh, what is my, what am what I trying to say? That you should, you should suppress your need for wanting it. That's what, that's what I'm thinking. So don't suppress your needs based on somebody else's. You should bring it up, but bring it up in a place where there's not an expectation. Things should evolve naturally. And we don't let that happen. That's the problem is we don't let that happen. We, we have an agenda and we want something to go a certain way. And we have to go into any relationship. Women do this. Women go on dates, Brad, and they're already sizing a man up on whether he's gonna, they're going to get married. I mean, they, they're already looking at them like Is marriage, marriage material. material? Yeah. yeah. Or how they would be as a father or whatever. I mean, yes, of course, you want somebody great that would be a, a good husband and a good dad and a good wife and a good mother. But that's not what you look for when you're getting to know somebody. It's friendship first. So focus on the friendship <laughs> and try not to move it along. Let it evolve naturally. Take the pressure off and you'd be amazed how things can happen naturally. Well, they're supposed to. So Hayes jumped in here and said, texts are for short informational notes. Mm -hmm. Pick up the phone if you have something meaningful to say. <laughs> I love that. Thank right. you, Hayes, for that, because there's yeah. a lot of folks out there that have forgotten that they work. They actually work like a phone. Yeah. <laughs> it's not just a keyboard. Um, Cindy says, wait until you know them to say certain things. Yes. Very important. Um, yes. And you'll know Please. When, when that is. So. Be classy and respectful. So, mm -hmm. uh, you know, the phone call thing, it's important to balance that too, you know, because you don't want that coming from a texture. I know. <laughs> I know. So, just throwing it out there. Just letting, if I'm in just, the car, just being transparent here on the love Billy uh, podcast. But, uh, yeah, I'm not a huge phone person, but it is important. It is important to balance things out because you don't want to have a texting relationship. And some of you do have texting relationships. And if that's not what you want and it doesn't work for you, and I, there's, we are a generation of texters because we can, right? And it does work for some people's life. Um, and it does. And, and so, so yeah. So but just, I think you brought up a good point. I think if you're if you're getting to that point, I think you have to have that conversation and say, "Hey, I'd really like to actually talk to you every now and then. Mm -hmm. When is a good time for us to do that?" Right. You know, is it a call in the evenings when you're home or after work or or whatever? But it, every now and then, I want to hear your voice. By the way, first aid etiquette. This is what I have all my clients do. You know, you should reach out initially by text message to a woman, guys. And guys, it should always be you initiating. Girls, don't ever ask a guy out on a date. I know you guys will disagree, but ladies, I'm telling you something. It really upsets the balance of if you actually want that guy to be a leader in the relationship, you've just started off on the wrong foot there. There are plenty of ways you can show a man you're interested and have a man ask you out versus you having to go after them. If you have to chase a man, come see me. 
Um, <laughs> really, um, because it, you, you, there's an art to all of that. A man wants a man wants to come after you. He doesn't want to be. He you doesn't want to be pursued right there, like that. You said a man. A man. A man wants to pursue. Yes. It's a big word Keyword. right there. All right. Here's another one that was sent in. How do I know when I'm in love? I think I've been in love before, but I find myself questioning whether it was love then. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was. How do you know? This is a tough one. It's a big one. That is such an interesting question because uh, I've heard people say that they've been in love like multiple times, you know, and I do. Can you be in love multiple times? Absolutely. I absolutely believe you can. But I, the one thing I'll say is every love is different. So how do you know if you love somebody? It's going to be a very, I personally think if you have to ask that question, then you don't love them because love is something that just happens naturally. And the best kinds happen when you least expect them to happen. It, it, Usually. it shows up and it, it is yep. there and, uh, and it's undeniable. So, uh, and love comes in many forms. And so I don't, I don't necessarily think you can define it, but what you can do is do what I said to do last week. And if you at least know what love is and you know what it would feel like, and you have, uh, you have explored that part of yourself, you will be able to recognize it when it shows up, right? Because it, love is something unique to each and every person, and what makes us fall in love is going to be unique to to our to who we are and what we need, and uh, and so there there's your answer. It's not a tangible, uh, it's not something tangible you can really answer, but you do need to listen to your heart, and you do not need to not be going out with, you know, just the uh, just trying to fall in love. Let it happen. I think that's the biggest mistake. You go out with your guns drawn, right? Right. We're in Texas, so it's guns drawn. Um, and I know Kevin jumped like to draw a gun now. Kevin, you're learning. I am. Yes. <laughs> Kevin jumped in here and said, letting things happen on a natural timetable is huge. Yeah. And I like to see that coming from a guy. Yeah. That's, that's, we do exist out there, ladies. Uh, a lot of a lot of men feel that way, and and I think that a lot of women are the ones that try to push it into a direction that they want it to be uh, in going in uh, faster. Um, and well, we want everything now. Yeah, and well, we think about that in relationships too. And unfortunately, it's not. This isn't Whataburger. <laughs> You can't wait five minutes and everything happened. And, 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 and I think we're, I think both parties, male, female are really guilty of this is, is exactly what you said. We're walking in and we're sizing them up based on a future already. Yeah. And we have no idea what this person is, yeah. who they are, and what they're about. I know one of my clients told me the other day that, you know, he, he was dating a couple of women and both of them were very eager to be in a relationship because they'd both been single for a long time and they let it be known to him that they wanted that. And one of them, he'd only been seeing like a month and the other one for a few months. But I can tell you, he, he was making decisions as to what to get rid of in his life because of the pressure that he felt uh, from that. So you have to make sure that you're not bringing pressure into a relationship because of something that you want or need to let it evolve naturally. It will, or it won't, you know? 
Yeah, and that's back to natural. So real quick, let's wrap it up with this one because, again, I think it's happening a lot for folks. Um, I'm going to try online dating again, and I'm wondering what is the best way to go about creating a profile that will catch the right person's attention. What needs to be included on that profile? So what are like three or four little quick tips? Um, a good picture. <laughs> Well, the most important thing, a current picture, <laughs> the most important thing, because we've done this a million times. The most important thing is that you stand out. You've got to stand out from the millions of other profiles that are online. So what makes you stand out? Number one, as Brad said, you have milliseconds to catch somebody's attention. So you better have a hot picture. I hate to say it, but it yeah, but be see, good. that's automatically going to send the, the beefcakes. They're going to do their shirtless. They're going to do their shirtless gym pick. Well, that's not a hot pick. Nobody wants well, to see their shirtless gym pick. That's what that's. That's yeah. not what girls want, guys. They don't want a shirtless gym pick. So. They might want one of your legs. <laughs> just if you're Jen Styers. Just for me. Um, but, but. Text uh, it. Yeah, I'm just, just kidding. Okay, so, or not. Um, so, I'm, but you have seconds to catch somebody's attention. So you've got to have a good picture. And just because you think it's a good picture doesn't mean it's a good picture. Yeah, ask so your friends, right? Ask please your, ask your friends. Ask your female friends if you're a guy and ask your guy friends if you're a girl. Very, very important. Yes. Uh, and it, not that hard. Tanya says photography and lighting. Lighting is so important. Well, I mean, it, with your clients, the first mm -hmm. thing you do is you do a photo session yeah. with a professional photographer. And yeah, I think yeah. that's important. You've got to have good pictures. I mean, yeah. it, it's, it's going to make Photoshop. or break a connection. And uh, great photography and lighting's important, people. Uh, lighting's very, very important. It's very, very important on a first date, too, by the way. Uh, make sure wherever you're going on that first date has good lighting. Uh, well, it's true. Uh, Brand says, girls want to see you holding a trophy fish. <laughs> Who said that? Brand. Oh, my God. Yeah. Certain right. girls do. Or any dead animal, for that yeah. matter. It well, always, we won't, it's always a great turn on. We, you can't go into that with me, so. Uh, okay, so uh, okay, so online on your profile, so a picture that stands out, and obviously a well thought out uh, statement profile, but not too long because somebody doesn't want to read a book about you, but they do want to know about you, and it's got to be unique enough. So know yourself, pull out the best qualities you have, make it catchy, fun, interesting, witty, and catch somebody's interest that way, and that's. That's you only have literally seconds to get somebody's attention because your picture is going to draw them in. Then they're going to read the little line, you know. You hope. Yeah, usually. If it's the right person. And that the but little line you have seconds, um, and and probably the main thing people are going to do is scroll through those pictures. So make sure you have five good pictures, three to five good pictures of yourself, and something short, witty, cute, fun. Maybe we should put words on the pictures. <laughs> <laughs> you can put little statements on you. Put little. I'm, fun. <laughs> I'm adventurous. I'm spontaneous. I like football. <laughs> See, Brad played football. Uh, See, Brad. <laughs> Tanya says, uh, "Guys, no shirtless, and girls, no shirtless either." <laughs> well, no, let's not get too hasty. <laughs> Girls, she said cleavage to a minimum. Cleavage to a minimum. <laughs> That's a hey, hard definition. <laughs> by the way, ladies, I did say hot pick, but listen, you put some sexy pick up there of you like scantily clad or showing cleavage or whatever, or you in a barely anything on your chest. 
I can assure you of one thing. Don't be surprised when you find guys that just want to sleep with you. Don't get offended <laughs> when you get guys that are just wanting to sleep with you. It never ceases to amaze me, the women that do that. And I'll say, hmm, let me show you. Jennifer, I just don't understand. Let me show you why. So it's super important that you pay attention to those things. You know, the one thing I will say about the questions that you guys sent in, I think there were great general questions. Yeah, I mean, really good. A lot of people have a lot of the same questions uh, out there. So, uh, all right. Well, I've enjoyed it. Uh, I, I obviously want to be here for you. There's plenty of content we can, uh, we can come up with on a weekly basis. But I do love to feed you guys with what you want and you need and give you an opportunity to ask your questions. And, uh, and if you have any topics that you would like us to chat about, please uh, message me or Brad and let us know. Uh, we'd be happy to uh, think about it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, definitely. Uh, some are discussion uh, are worth, are worthy of a, dis a discussion. For sure. I mean, if yeah. you guys are sending them to us, then it's, it's happening out there. And that's the key, right? Yeah. For yeah. sure. There's plenty happening out there. Okay. Uh, Y'all, thanks for joining us. And uh, we will see you next week uh, live here on the Lovability Podcast, 2 p.m. And make sure that you check out uh, my new program, Love Gen Select, online. I almost forgot to announce that. Guys, that includes you. Uh, so... Uh, Love Gen Select, it's my new, I mean, if you guys want to start getting out there and, and doing events with this people, if you want to start doing events with people that uh, are also serious and interested in a relationship, you need to, you need to be in a place where they are and it's not happening now. And it's the reason I created this. And the reason I threw on some coaching on the front end and some little online interaction is because it gives you an opportunity to meet people ahead of time and get to know them before you meet them in person. Mm -hmm. And it gives you an idea to be clear about what you're looking for. Uh, so that when you do get out there, you are 100% focused on what you want, need, and uh, and are looking for so you can find them. And so, deserve. And, and deserve. Yes, absolutely. All right. Well, have a great day, y'all. Uh, lovegen.com. This is Jennifer. Thanks for listening today. And please subscribe to the podcast. Every single week, we'll have new information. And if you'd like to find out more information or if you have any questions, please go to my website at lovegen.com. Or you can find me on Facebook at my personal page, Jennifer Styers.